0: Welcome to another News for Jags podcast. I'm Jamal Saints here alongside Justin Barney, and we are day one for the NFL draft, officially in the books. Jaguars had an interesting night. Very interesting night. Is it safe to call it that. Think, uh, a little I, bit of moving around, uh, looking for a guy, not sure who they're going to take. Yeah.
1: It just, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're on the clock three times, and they made one <laughs> pick. So, interesting. They had the 24th selection overall. Yep. They ended up picking 27th. Yeah. So also it, held
0: the 25th slot right. for a little while.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> they traded with the Giants. The mm-hmm. Giants came up one spot. Jacksonville got the 25th. They later traded with the Bills. Mm-hmm. The Bills came up and, and got 25, and Jacksonville ended up picking 27th. And they picked up three extra picks three in extra that picks. deal. And that was, uh, I think that will help them going forward. Right. The question was, I mean, the draft board broke perfectly for Jacksonville. Perfectly in the first round to get guys that we thought would be there. Deontay Banks, Brian Branch, Nolan Smith. I mean, Michael Mayer, uh, (laughs) Dalton Kincaid. I mean, there were so many guys that we did not think that would be there with that 24th pick that were there. So a little surprise with the selection of Anton Harrison. It was a need though. It was, it's not the sexiest of picks. It's not not the sexiest picks, but again, it's a massive need, especially with the Cam Robinson news.
0: So the one thing that like there were only six trades around the first round. Jaguars made two of them. So trip Baalke was definitely working. Um, and the one thing that I really like about this selection, like if they if at twenty four they call and they make the Anton Harrison pick, I'm not as high on it as I was with them moving back because I think at twenty four. Harrison was their guy and ultimately if they stay in that slot he would have been the pick. Albert Breard even tweeted at when they were on the clock at twenty four that Anton Harrison was the pick. Sent it out, had to go back and delete the thing, saw it before it went out, obviously. But then they ended up trading back. And then they traded back again yep. and they still got the guy that it was clear that they wanted at 24, so it worked out. So when you add in the three additional picks, mm-hmm. the moving back and still getting your guy, that's where I, I I think this move grows on me. I think Harrison does fit a need. I think there's never a way you can go wrong when you're adding talent to uh, the Duval wall right. in front of uh, Trevor Lawrence that offensive line, uh, you know. We'll see if, if Harrison works out and exactly where he slots in on this offensive line. But uh, Trevolgen and Doug Peterson seem to think that he's very versatile, can play either tackle spot and could also even play some guard for them.
1: And I, again, you're, you're picking an offensive lineman to protect Trevor Lawrence. Right. Just as much as you want to give him a Calvin Ridley, a Christian Kirk to throw to, yep. you need somebody to protect Trevor Lawrence. And again, Cam Robinson take away the, the PED issue. He finished the season last year on the IR with a torn meniscus. You know you expect Walker Little to slide into the spot vacated by Jawan Taylor or you know now Cam Cam's suspension that left tackle spot they've signed Josh Wells in free agency but none of those guys in free agency really inspire confidence that they're going to be a long-term answer at guard or tackle or somewhere so you need to brace for the future you've got to play for the present as well too and I do think the Anton Harrison pick does allow them to do both of those you can move on from Cam Robinson after next year salary cap wise so mm-hmm. this is a move that looks at the future. It's, it's similar to what they did with Walker Little. You draft a guy who can maybe play a little bit now, but you're doing that for the future. And the Anton Harrison pick, again, it fills a need now because he's going to get some, some reps at guard. He's going to play tackle. Cam Robinson, he's going to be out in an uh, undetermined amount of time, so he'll play some tackle position. But again, this is a pick for now and for the future, and I think that fills those needs.
0: All right, so this is what I want to ask you because this is where my biggest concern comes into play, is where Harrison begins playing. I think I asked Doug Peterson last night that I know all the versatility, but you have a plan for him, where does he start? He has to learn one position first. He said he'll start off as a tackle once he gets in the door. What side do you put him on to start with? Uh, because here here and let me I guess let me explain why I, I, I say this is my concern. Let's say Cam Robinson, let's say worst case let, you know we'll even go best case. Let's say he's only suspended one or two games for this thing. Okay. So he's out for one or two games. And you have to decide who's your left tackle, who's your right tackle. If I'm Walker Little, Walker Little wants to play that left side. Yeah. So do you do you put Harrison on the left side and leave Walker on the right, knowing that that gives you the continuity? Or do you put Walker on the left because you know your guy wants to play that spot anyway, but then now you got to really shuffle your offensive line, line together and keep in mind that's the best case scenario if Cam misses more time for that suspension then it becomes that much more of a shuffle because now all these guys have played six games possibly Mm -hmm. in these positions and then Cam comes back and do you want to leave Cam on the bench making that much money probably not right so uh,
1: what what do you I think you start with with Walker Little at the left tackle he's a natural left tackle you filled in for Cam last year at left tackle when he was injured did well you know he's going to be better this year with more Again, playoff reps that he had last year another season uh in the system with rousher and company so i think walker little start on le- that left hand side you get anton in that right hand side you mm-hmm. will be playing next to brandon sheriff so yeah. you got that experience there you got josh wells as a swing tackle for the time being and you know you integrate cam back into the system you know maybe cam plays himself maybe anton harrison plays so well that cam is not a guy who comes back and reclaims a starting spot right away i mean that I mean, you'd love to have that problem if you're the Jaguars, but I think Walker Little goes to that left-hand side. He played it last year. This is, what, third year in the system. You're going with Anton Harrison. Not a familiar with the right tackle spot. He hasn't played right tackle a Uh, bunch. He
0: hasn't played it in two years. The past two years, he's been a left, but he has played some Some. right tackle. I mean, like Walker Little came in and had never played right tackle. Anton has played some. So
1: it's been a little time, but I think you start Anton Harrison there. And again i mean the ben barch injury is a wild card i mean you've got tyler shatley you know who can who can play in that spot but you know ideally you'd get ben barch back at some point you know he's probably gonna start the year on the pup list
0: Mm -hmm. um from that
1: that dislocated kneecap so he's probably not gonna be ready for training camp so you're gonna i think you're gonna get a look at anton harrison at tackle and i think you're gonna get a look at him at that left guard spot um just because, again, the positional versatility, and I think you'll eventually see him settle at a at a right tackle spot. Maybe Walker Little moves to left tackle full-time next year with no Cam.
0: Yeah, I think that's the approach I'd kind of go with it. I mean, let's take it even one step farther. If you're Walker Little, are you willing to gamble your starting spot on playing well enough to keep Cam on that bench on the left side? I, I, I mean, think so. You, you, get, it's a, you essentially see it as how, the suspension is almost an audition. Right. If, you play well enough. Maybe the coaching staff has that confidence, or they see the price tag on Cam. Right. I mean, I, I mean,
1: from a from a financial perspective, Cam is not going to be
0: on this team in twenty twenty four. Walker Little will be. Harrison Pick was a, Harrison, was a death warrant for Cam. Yes, yeah, uh, He'd either have to rework that deal drastically, yep. or he's gone.
1: Yep, and that and again, you're talking about drafting and developing. I mean, Cam, again, this he was probably going to be a salary cup salary cap. Casualty or restructure right. kind of guy next year when that guaranteed money dissolves quite a bit. You can't cut him this year just from the the financial hit you would take on that. Yeah. Uh, but again, I think this move with Anton Harris in the first round is is it's kind of a signal to Cam Robinson that says, okay, you know, your your time you're on the clock here. At Jacksonville, yeah. Walker, Little. To me, you spent a second round pick on Walker Little. You've invested in him. You you kind of roll with the punches with him. He's, sure. been, he's done everything you've asked him to. This is going to be Walker Little's year, the, the prove it year for him, mm-hmm. for Walker Little. And I do think this is a great audition for him to be that left tackle of the future. He's, mm-hmm. he's getting into that contract year as well, like at Devon Hamilton, where you're going to get paid if you prove that you can play. They want to right. keep that homegrown talent here. And again, that's that's a Walker Little kind of guy.
0: And that's what good teams do. And you, you have to find a way to keep those ta- that homegrown talent and do it at high price positions uh H- anton harrison is definitely a guy with a ton of position he's yep. a young player uh he's a little bit of a different tackle than some of the guys that the jaguars have had in the past i know like even cam cam's more of like a, a physical mauler kind of guy anton harrison a little bit more of a finesse kind of guy mm-hmm. uh at that tackle spot not to say that he can't get physical just saying that that's not necessarily the calling card of his game so a little bit different as you know this coaching staff these position coaches start to put their kind of fingerprint on the kind of players that they like at the positions. Um, so it'll definitely be mm-hmm. interesting. And keep in mind, every offensive line pick is just an investment in Trevor Lawrence. Doug Peterson right. said last year, do you like Trevor Lawrence? We like him. We want to see him standing upright. Right. So um, I think I graded the pick as a B plus. You graded the pick as a B. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the grades around the internet have been positive, as right. opposed to years past where you know the Jaguars make some of the picks and people are like, "No, uh, this mm-hmm. one has resoundingly right. been pretty positive reception."
1: Yes, and mm-hmm. and I do. I'm again not the sexiest pick, and with guys like Nolan Smith still on the board, Miles yeah. Murphy still on the board, um, Joey Porter Jr. still on the board, there's those sexier picks that the guys that were still out there. So yeah, it, yeah it, you kind of guess. Again, you know, Nolan Smith coming off the torn peck, the Eagles got him, I think the Eagles had an exceptional draft, um, adding that uh, I mean, Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith, great defensive draft for them. But again, you just invested two first round picks last year on that defensive side of the ball, the edge rusher and Trayvon and linebacker and Devin Lloyd. You want to see what you get out of them, but I do think Jacksonville needs pass rush. So I could have seen them going for a Nolan Smith type in that situation last uh, in the first round and I wouldn't have minded had they had they done that, but I don't hate the Harrison pick at all. I know people no. will see an offensive line or a tackle or a guard and say, oh, center, oh, why are you taking that? You've got to you do that. To. You've got to do it. And if you're looking at the offensive line this year, even before the Cam Robinson suspension, you needed to beef up on that offensive line just because you lost Juwan Taylor, mm-hmm. Cam Robinson, the financial penalty on him yeah. next year is, it kind of goes away. So you have to invest in that. I mean, Jacksonville, you know, their, their Hall of Famer was Tony Baselli. The right. first draft pick in, the, in franchise history was Tony Basselli. You've got to have that, just that strength on the line. They thought they had it when they, they drafted Luke Jokel at number two, and he was he was termed baby Basselli because they wanted that franchise tackle. You just don't have that in Jacksonville anymore, and it would be great if you had that with Anton Harrison. I, he was the last remaining of those big-time tackles before you get into that drop-off. I know you you mocked matthew Bergeron in the second round to mm-hmm. them i think anton harrison is an upgrade over bergeron when i had a bad no. uh, issue with him in the second round sure. but i like anton harrison over bergeron would i have traded like a nolan smith and then a bergeron possibly but i like the anton harrison pick i don't hate it i think it's very a, a very shrewd move and a very desired move i wouldn't have had a problem with osiris torrents in that spot either yeah. um it, again to beef up that line so you, you get a guy with Anton Harrison with that positional versatility, the tackle kind of guard guy with Osiris Torrance, you knew exactly he was going to be a guard. He wasn't going to be a tackle Right, the NFL. Right. So I do like the versatility with Anton Harrison. I don't hate that pick at all.
0: You know, I, the one thing that I think about when I look at it is that the Jags aren't done. Uh, building mm-hmm. out that offensive line. Keep in mind, Brandon Sheriff, not exactly a spring chicken himself. Uh, he, you mentioned the Ben Barch kind of injury, right. not going to be ready for the start of training camp. Uh, Luke Fortner's going into a second year at center, and then you've got Tyler Shatley, and after that, you've got guys that really uh, don't inspire a ton yeah. of confidence. Right. I mean, Cole Van Lanen didn't exactly play well last right. year when given the opportunity. So uh, expect some talent to be infused into the interior of that offensive line at some point. You know, if I'm not, I'm not opposed to the Harrison pick. I think there was a lot of defensive talent that was on the board right. that should have been a part of the conversation. I think that was part of the reason why the Jags kind of kept trading back. Mm-hmm. They had a, a glut of guys that were great. And when you see a team do that, they have three or four guys that are all graded the same. right? And they're having the discussion in the draft room. They don't feel, can't break the discussion yep. and, and no strong opinion. Well, let's trade back, pick up a couple picks and see if right. the team takes one of our guys. And then, okay, well, let's trade back again and see if somebody, to, to get someone else to help them make the decision for them. It
1: reminded oh. me of like Madden. I mean, so many people play Madden in the front. You're always trading in Madden and trading back that's trying to exactly, acquire draft yeah. picks. And that's what Trip Balky reminded me of. It's a like a Madden. Bit kind of this trader and you're looking at those guys and maybe you have like a a 78 grade on anton harrison a 77 on miles murphy and a 76.5 on you know whoever brian branch so you know you're going to get one of those guys who you have very similarly graded and if you can move back again you got a fourth round pick out of this deal you know you got a seventh rounder i mean that at this point you've got to think that some of those picks that trent balky uh, picked up are going to be dealt off. You can't add that many draft no. to your team. You're going to have to trade and move up or, or something, trade for future assets.
0: Going in, they said that they only had a little over a hundred players draftable with draftable grades on their board. They'll use this stuff to kind of move around or maybe go get a couple of veteran players somewhere along the lines. We'll have to see how that shakes out. You know, the only when I look at it and I said the Harrison pick, I'm good with it. If I was going to take someone else, you mentioned you'd probably taken Nolan Smith and I, I'm, I'm okay with Nolan Smith. I, I didn't think that Deontay Banks would be on the board mm-hmm. when they picked. I definitely didn't think Joey Porter Jr. would right. be on the board when they picked. Now, Deontay I, was my
1: pick in our mock draft.
0: Yeah, well, he was. And Brian Branch was yours. He was. <laughs> uh, if if <laughs> Deontay okay. was on the board, I I think it would have struggled to, for me to go again. like I know they liked Nolan Smith. Um, I'm not sure what ultimately swayed them against uh, making him the selection. Mm-hmm. But I, I probably would have gone Banks. I mean... I also like Joey Porter Jr. I, I'm not sure what why the NFL doesn't seem to be as high on him as many yep. people expected them to be, but uh, I probably would have gone Banks in that pick. Um, I just, I did not think he would be there. Yeah,
1: and, and so many mocks and did not have him there, so it was just, the board broke so well in Jacksonville's favor. Oh, it, it was a strange,
0: it, bo- it, it all started at the top when... Um, where did it, where did things start getting weird when the seahawks took devon witherspoon yeah and the next thing you know we got two running backs in like the top 15 picks jamar jameer wow. gibbs Bajon robinson both gone i mean things started happening and people were like what's going on i mean the the board just broke weird yeah and the defensive talents was sent tumbling down the board will levis still hanging out there Uh, the Texans trade back in and get Will Anderson at three. So it it was definitely not a a first round that very many people saw coming. Wild Uh, board. I mean, when the
1: Lions are taking a linebacker and Jack Campbell, who was projected middle to tail end of the second round, and then Jameer Gibbs at 12, that's two guys off the board that Jacksonville probably had no, I mean, they they did not see that situation coming in any kind of scenario. So that, that frees up two defensive guys right there for you. And then you've got, um, you know offensive tackles going really high that offensive tackle run you know started at, at five six and ended at about 14. that was nice to get Anton Harrison because it mm-hmm. was that last uh, last of those first round offensive tackles that were still available but just a weird board and how it broke down and the guys remaining just unbelievable how that board broke so I think it, it fell in Jacksonville's favor I do think the remainder of the draft, they have so much ammo to, to move around. And right. you're gonna get, it reminds me of the Jawan Taylor draft where you thought Jawan Taylor was a first round pick. Sure. I mean, in mock drafts, he's going inside the top 15. And lo and behold, I believe that was a Josh Allen draft. Was that the Josh Allen? Uh, sounds right. And you, know, you get Josh Allen in seventh, seventh overall and then Jawan Taylor in the second round. And this draft is shaping up to be very similar where you get your guy later in the first round you projected and then Mm -hmm. there's guys I mean Michael Mayer still on the board there's some tight in I mean you know I like Michael Mayer in the second round I like Michael Mayer too Sam (laughs) Laporta still on the board you've got some really good Darnell Washington still on the board I mean there are some guys that Jacksonville's going to have a chance to get that we thought there's no way they were going to have a chance to get. Right. So, again, I like the Anton Harrison pick in a vacuum. It's not, again, it's not sexy, but I like the pick because it fills multiple needs right now, a tackle,
0: a swing tackle, and also a guard position, and... and maybe not a guard, not yet. Not yet, but, yeah, not okay. yet. Maybe not. Be- because of the Cam situation. If Cam was... If somehow Cam's suspension goes away, then I do think that alleviates the pressure on guard, and then he he starts off maybe competing for that left guard spot. But with the looming possible suspension that could be, I mean, it could be two games, it yeah. could be one game, it could be six games. I mean, it, it could be eight games. We just don't know yet until the NFL lays down the law. Um, I don't th- i don't think he adds much guard depth yet. yet. That's why I said I think they'll add more interior line.
1: Like, I mean, um, Osiris Torrance still out yeah. there. I mean, there are some guys that I thought would be gone and many mocks thought would be gone first round. Jackson will have no shot at him. And again, I mean, I had Deontay Banks going to the Jags at 24 in a mock draft where there was guys, Brian Branch gone, Mm. uh, Michael Mayer gone. I mean, there were many guys in in our mock draft and I know in many other mock drafts that were not available for Jacksonville. And again, there's always guys that slip through those cracks on day one, Sure, but there are a lot of guys, and this is a deep draft at tight end and not as deep at... Offensive line, yeah, uh, guard offensive or Offensive line thinned out quickly, um, but cornerback is, is a deep draft. Um, edge rusher, you still got some edges out there. Tackle, defensive tackles, mm-hmm. uh, you got that. I don't know if that's going to be a priority position now with um, with uh, Devon Hamilton resigning, but there are some guys that jacksonville again i i like how the draft board broke for them
0: yeah things definitely fell well and you know the overall winner of day one of the draft for the jaguars trevor lawrence yes so uh you know a, a every offensive lineman an investment in trevor we'll see what the jaguars can do in days two and days three as always make sure you check out all of our podcasts you can find them over on newsforjax.com and in the news for jacks plus app we'll see you next time